Welcome to Sky Astrology, where the heavenly bodies are. This is Sky Astrology, no not astrology. This is Sky Astrology with me, aka Cloudette, because I love clouds and looking up. Hey, 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 it's Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette here, with our weekly Where the Heavenly Bodies Are for July 14, 2019. Yes, we're halfway through January already. Is that not quick? <laughs> quick, quick, quick. So, I'm going to be quick with Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. Also, wanted to let you know that I am going to tell you a little bit about where um what the natural organic kind of um biodynamics calendar says and this one is from Maria Thun she did over 60 years of research just dealing with planting uh, especially also with um wine you know tasting wine how it um tastes according to where the heavenly bodies were also especially the moon where it actually is of course our astronomical and mathematical calculations and it does more or less um follow what my sky astrology follows but i do reference it because i find it's very simple and today i noticed all day it says it's void where they would plant nothing today on the 14th and if I start with what I'm starting with now is the ascendant which is at 34 degrees of Pisces is at the very end of Pisces Pisces has about 36 degrees of the ecliptic plane and two degrees away at 36 degrees of Pisces and 42 arch minutes is Uranus, which is at the very, very end of Pisces, about to go into Aries um, by arch minutes, really literally on the cusp position. So we have um, Pisces at the end rising. This is the time for 11.11 today. GMT time and we have it rising with Uranus in Pisces now interesting to note we have nothing else if we're like three um, spaces three constellations we have nothing in Aries nothing in Taurus and then at the very end of Gemini which isn't really a heavenly body but we do acknowledge it we have K to Rahu, sorry, Rahu, the north node at 26 degrees, Gemini 22 about retrograde. So next we have Cancer, there's nothing there as well, nothing in Leo, nothing in Virgo, nothing in Libra. It's like basically, um, the heavenly bodies have decided to, you know concentrate themselves 
in just a handful of constellations. And I'll tell you what they are because we're starting with the end of Scorpio where Venus is. Venus is at six degrees and zero arch minutes of Scorpio and Scorpio only has at the most seven degrees. I mean actually probably six degrees and 40 or 50 uh, arch minutes and so we'll be going out of that. We'll have nothing in Scorpio but we'll have two uh, heavenly bodies in a focus 13th sign and really a focus they say it is an energy of ether because it originally belonged to Scorpio which is a water sign and shares part of Sagittarius which is a fire sign and taking the best part of that interaction of fire and water like when you heat it up if you heat up water you get the steam and it you know, it is a separate entity in itself and it rises and therefore that is part of what they are saying about um, the energy of Afukas. But of course, I'm an observer and that is the best thing to do is to be an observer and how you see it. But um, they definitely agree that, you know, you can look at it as a water sign, water energy, but... Um, also be open to the fact that it has a little bit more and that it takes on really and integrates the next uh, constellation energy which is Sagittarius and it's a fire um, energy and element. Okay so we have a very full Sagittarius constellation. Um, In the Sagittarius constellation first we have Saturn, which is at 16 degrees, 27 arch minutes, followed very closely by Mercury, just a degree away at 16, no, sorry, 17 degrees, 45 arch minutes. Next, we have Pluto, which has been there for a while, steady at 24 degrees, Sagittarius, 32. It's been at 24 for quite a while because, of course, Pluto is farthest away and moves the slowest through our ecliptic path but what's important to note is of course that we have the sun and of course uh, the sun path on the alignment of Pluto when it was at 24 degrees about three days ago and now it's past there moving away and it's at 27 degrees and 28 arch minutes of Sagittarius but it will be coming into contact with the south node so I like to understand what that means and that'll be this week in about two to three days so look out mark your calendar to observe because the south node is about in a way karma and it is k2 and it is a sensitive part of our universe and our integration with the heavenly bodies and the energies that between them and between us and that south node is today at 11.11 at 30 degrees Sagittarius, 16 arch minutes. But this moves retrograde. So it would be moving towards the sun and the sun will be moving towards it. So, um, yeah. Always, if you want to know exactly if you might have your sun at 28 degrees or something, please feel free to reach out to me at the Sky Astrologer on Twitter. Next, we have Neptune. Um, steady at 16 degrees Aquarius and 38 arch minutes. Chiron, which we observe because of a focus, is in Pisces. 
um, at the beginning of Pisces at 6 degrees and 34 arch minutes, followed by Mars, which is at 17 degrees Pisces and 6 arch minute. And last but not least, our moon is at the end of the Pisces constellation. We'll be going later on today into Aries. But right now, the moon is at 34 degrees Pisces and 12 arch minutes. Like I said before, our sun, um, our constellation of Pisces, has about 37, let's make it 37 uh, degrees of the ecliptic, and we have Uranus, which moves very slow. It won't be 00, zero till later on this week, or maybe even next week. It moves that slow. Um, but the moon will be going into Aries today and will be changing energies from the Pisces intuitive energy into a fiery um, energy that likes to initiate things and gives us the drive to, um, to I see, complete things, but really gives you the, the drive and the inspiration to go forth. And um, yeah, it will be, of course, you know, still, what you can do when you use this is knowing that its ruler, the ruler of Aries, where the moon is, is in Pisces right now. And to use that as, you know, a support, because Pisces is a very um, supportive sign, of course, if you want to access um, the history because it is about evolution it's about what you are capable of accessing and so if you use the energy of Pisces knowing that Mars is there knowing that the moon has just come from there um, most importantly knowing and that's everybody's talking about is the Jupiter Neptune square that um, is new to this year and will be going uh, exact uh, this week, but it will be going back and forth, of course, and knowing that Neptune is connected to Pisces, and but Neptune is in air, Aquarius, which is air sign, but that it is being, um, in a way, challenged in a good way by Neptune, because, um, by Jupiter, because Jupiter is a, a very uh, um, generous, generous energy, and it's in the focus, which is all about healing and really um, not being um, contained to old ways of doing things, really looking at new ways of doing things. And that's supported by the Neptune in Aquarius, because we all know how a forward-thinking Aquarius is. And we can appreciate the fact that the ruler of Neptune which is Pisces, is also, you know, holding court with Mars. And so there is a lot of this very forward thinking, but also being uh, conscious of the past and our evolution and the natural um, kind of flow of life that's what Pisces is, it's like the fish and the evolution and, you know, the fish 
is really kind of living in both um, spaces of air and water. So it understands these two um, somewhat very different <laughs> different energies, um, Pisces, I mean water and air, totally different energies, but Pisces understands them. And so that is really the best way to look at that. Okay, so that's all for me today. I hope that gives you some Monday motivation. Like I said, my um, biodynamic calendar says a farmer who works with biodynamics would not be planting anything today nor tomorrow for some reason until 17 hours until 5 p.m. And I actually will take heed on that. What I do, even though um, Western astrology will say that the void of mood today is from 3 something to um, 18 hours, which I respect. And I can see for myself that we are at the end of a constellation, which is where the void happens and we're about to change signs. But I like to note the fact that the moon will go over Uranus means for me it is really not void at that time because the moon is making a major aspect to Uranus, a heavenly body. So these are the times I am still observing void of moon to see what that means. But these are times a lot of people are good times to, um, yeah, to observe and to see what is possible when that happens. So um, it takes about one, two hours for the moon to move one degrees. So let's say in four hours and a little bit, it will be at the Uranus point. So why don't we just take a second at that time. That'll be at 15 hours 22, which is interesting to know because I believe the Western astrology says that's when it goes void, but it's not. So this is really a day to observe what happens at around 15 hours when the moon passes over Uranus and ends its uh, transit in Pisces and we'll go into Aries. Okay, so that's all for me. 14 minutes. Have a fantastic moment. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, it's Chapeau Claudette for Sky Astrology.